Mr. Blue Sky, please tell us why you had to hide away for so long. Where did we go wrong? All right, we are live out here at the AMC. Indeed. Grand Prairie, where you can come out and get all of your movie and Guardians of the Galaxy needs. And we are live, live, live on a Thursday. How's it going? I'm excited. I know you are. And I'm also slightly concussed. Yeah, I'm going to tell you folks a little story just before we get started. (laughs) Right right, uh, right at the top? Yeah, well, i got to address it really quick. This is how much of a warrior that J-Rod is. He has got Guardians of the Galaxy on the brain today because there was a gust of wind, a mighty wind, one would say. And, That's blowing uh, for you it, and me. It, uh, it, if we wish, <laughs> it didn't, it, but it was a mighty wind that blew the board that was holding up the ledge on your truck, uh, and a, the yeah, the topper lid swam yeah. back and hit hit old J Rod in the face, right, so, right square on the nose. Yeah, actually, yeah. nowhere else you can see a line. It's that I'm going to have a dent. Like, bad. <laughs> so I am. Uh, I've if come to terms with it. Never said that he didn't suffer for <laughs> the show. Well, I have put it. my blood. Yeah, it 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 100 uh, is true, and he has and. We, and we all thank him for that. Uh, oh, good. Damn. Uh, yeah, I, I seen that happen and was like, I, I was like, I was in a spot. I was holding a microphone. And yeah, like, you had your hands full. Yeah, and there was nothing I could do, but I still saw it happening and was like, no. Yeah, and I was getting something out of the truck, and but so I saw happen. it coming too. Yeah, but it was it, one of those things where you're like panicked, so you know, just enough where you can't even get the word out. You're like, yeah. And as soon as, like, and it wasn't really that slow. Like it happened in a fraction of a second. Right. But like, uh, it's you know, it's just something that uh, we hope that does not happen to any of our fine listeners out there. Yeah, <laughs> but to uh, say no, the least, we are live out at the AMC uh, out here too, of course. Uh, get some live reactions, talk to some people, and take in the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Um, as uh, you, many of you already know, Volume 1 is amazing. Um, so, I mean, I think. I, I'm pretty sure you think. You're wearing I, I a do. T-shirt, so I do, yeah. I'm wearing a T-shirt. I got a couple T-shirts, actually. You're wearing a Volume 1 T-shirt. I'm wearing a Volume 2 T-shirt. That's how so. cool I am. I'm old school. That's right. Yeah, I got uh, I got some old school, but they're in the form of, like, pops, not not clothing. <laughs> but I got some, some first Guardians pops. I regret not getting the collector, though, now, because like, that's not one I wouldn't mind having. Oh, yeah? You know, it's not really worth all that much, but it's, I'm certainly not going to go out of my way to try to... It's got old crazy pants with the white hair. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But no, I enjoyed a viewing of Guardians of the Galaxy last night. You know, I was home. I was was by myself. It was late. And I'm like, you know what I'm going to do? Volume 1, yeah. I'm going to watch the old Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1. I had the uh, same thought and promptly fell asleep. Did you? See, that's the difference is that uh, I stayed awake. That's great. uh, It was a struggle because I was tired. Um, yeah, yeah, but I, but I made it. I, I I bested it. It's been uh, rainy and uh, cloudy here for a while. It and, really does. Uh, it, it takes it out of you, believe it or not. Yeah. I don't know how people who live in Seattle do it. Yeah, uh, that's weird. Anna was complaining about the same thing uh, the other day. It's just like, man, you know, gotta uh, have that sunshine rejuvenate. Yeah, it's like Superman. You get your powers from the sun, man. <laughs> that's right. You know, uh, what's exciting to know is that um, I want. I'm seeing. I'm curious to know where this is going to leave us off and what we're going to be able to expect from them. A, of course, through this, like, A, uh, it was confirmed today on Facebook, somebody who had seen the movie asked uh, James Gunn, and I told you, he's active on yeah. Facebook. He responded. And uh, they're like, how long does this go on uh, after the first Guardians? Is it years? Is it months? Is it, uh, you know, whatever? And it is two years, or sorry, two, uh, yeah, no, I'm going to have to relook it back up now. I believe he said it's two, two years 
since the first Guardians. That makes sense. It's been yeah. about that long in real time. Yeah. So um, I'm pretty sure it's either that or it was two weeks, one of the two. And I, th- I think now that I'm thinking back on it, I think it might have been two weeks. Oh, but all right. I'd have to go Pick back right and up. see the uh, – the, con- the But, yeah, because I, I, I remember if it was two years, I wouldn't have thought it was all that peculiar. Yeah. But I, uh, I, I remember when I saw it specifically, I was like, well, wait a minute. That's like – so I think it's two weeks after they first formed their group that uh, that they're doing it. But uh, it's curious to know, too, because that will be – how long of the aging process we will have seen of Groot? You know how no, fast. So he's two weeks old. Yeah. How fast does he age? Is that he makes two, even more sense. Is he two weeks old? Is he two years old? Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. how long in Groot time? You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Is is he? And uh, I'll be curious to know. So I, um, I like to measure all time in Groot time. <laughs> all time in Groot time. From now on, it's always Groot <laughs> time all the time. Uh, so it's like uh, the metric system. That's right, totally the metric system, but the Groot system. Yeah. Um, so when we do these shows, uh, they are a little bit different than our regular shows. We don't have much in the way of uh, too much structure as we normally do, which is nice. Broken up into chapters into five nice little chapters for you. What we like to do with these live shows is uh, we're we're, we're going to try to talk to some people as they are coming in, uh, heading into the show. Uh, we got a little bit of stuff to give away. I brought some comic books. I got a little pop out here, a rocket raccoon to give away uh, as we talk to some people. Um, the plan is if we talk to them or ask them a couple questions, they get it right, they're going to put their name down. We'll put it in a little hat, probably the one off my head, and then we will draw said names and uh, go from there, uh, is my guess. But uh, who knows how it really works. We'll see. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> we make it up as we go along. Yeah, sometimes, yeah, sometimes it's on the, on the fly there. So uh, we are going to give you a little bit of movie news and just a general little bit of excitement uh, over the Guardians of the Galaxy. Is uh, We are no doubt excited to see it. Uh, I am a huge fan of Michael Rooker, so I'm you excited are. for Yondu. Uh, he is mm-hmm. he is my homeboy. Coming with his home- mohawk this he, time, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm... Well, I saw... A, uh, a little sneak peekaloo uh, last night a what? in uh, a, a show, a TV a show. Picadillo? I was watching a little a little peekaloo, and uh, that showed Yandu, and he didn't have his big fin. Uh, oh. it was gotten for him, and I won't say by whom or how or what, but uh, that was the little sneak preview, and we were like, "It was oh, me." How about that? So, uh, <laughs> yeah. And uh, if it is, then you will have some explaining to do. Uh, I suppose I will. Yeah, because I, I would just have to know uh, more <laughs> than just a couple of things. Uh, but yeah, it was weird. They showed, and I don't necessarily, I don't necessarily believe in the way that it was used in the in the meme. But people can make a meme out of everything these days. Mm-hmm. And they showed a picture of Kurt Russell. And remember, I showed you that funny uh, picture where it says Kurt Russell everywhere he goes travels with a tiny little hair stylist to make sure yeah. his hair is good. Just because of where she was uh, pictured in the the photo, it looked like it was just like a little like uh, Tinkerbell sized person, but it wasn't <laughs> because, just because of photo for yeah. photo magic. But uh, it, it was him and uh, Zoe Saldana and Christopher uh, Christopher Chris Chris Pratt uh, mm. all in the same row, and Kurt Russell was asleep. And the other two are on their cell phones, and they said that's the generation gap in, in one one picture. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, that's that's kind of right. How's it going there? Good, you? Oh, not too bad. How you doing? I'm doing great. You here to uh, see the Guardians? Uh, are you doing the double feature? Or are you uh, an employee? Aha. Uh-huh. So, what do you think the crowds are going to be like here tonight for the old Guardians of the Galaxy? So, hear me out here. Tonight, I don't think it's going to be too hot. Uh huh. So I say seven's going to be a good amount. Yeah. The IMAX show be good amount. Yeah. 
going to be the crazy one. Yeah, because yeah, the families and stuff like yep. that. And let me ask you this: Have you seen it? I have not seen. You have not. Unfortunately. Uh, unfortunately, but you will have a chance here soon. I'm hoping. Okay. Nice. Well, yeah, that's good to know. That's good to know. All right. Well, uh, we do you are, know anyone who's seen it? Yeah. Do you know anybody who's seen it? Okay. All, All right. right. We only know what we've seen, uh, at least uh, in the early going. Right. And you should have seen it with those cards right there. It was like a, a swarm. Yeah, we had a, like a, the people came. They're like and, baseball cards wow, for each gone. character. Holy yeah. cow! They were, it was so fast, I couldn't even believe it. Like I was like, "Whoa, what just happened?" And uh, yeah, so that, I mean, it's, there was a similar thing that happened to us uh, one of the last times the we posters, were out here. Yeah. We had some posters to give away, and we just took something out to his truck to put away. And by the time we had come back, all oh, of them, and like they gone. weren't out, they were like rolled yeah, they were up like and kind stuff, of like hidden, right. you know. And they still found them. They, found them. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they look, they find. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, so, anyways, it, it should be a good time tonight. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, we already got people in line. Yeah, there are people. There's yeah. one, two, three, was it four? I think so. That could be representative of, like, oh, somebody holding the spot for their buddy, too. Who could knows? be. Could be. Yeah, it could be. The cardboard cutout, you mean? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. The this is me, dude. Out. He's the fourth in This line. is my shadow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. We Thanks, man. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, anyways, uh, well, again, like kind of what just happened there. Sometimes people will come up and they'll uh, talk to us for a little bit, and yeah. then we'll just kind of go right back into it. Um, and then uh, we're going to keep it rolling until seven o'clock. The line's going to get a little busier and a little busier as it goes along. My guess is it's going to be starting here soon. I mean, you're talking; it's an hour and eighteen minutes away here. So, yeah, that's true. But it's, um, it's interesting. You, know, you also uh, think that okay, so what time are the doors going to open? Maybe like fifteen minutes before that. Yeah, uh, it's you know, what's interesting to me is that he doesn't think tonight's going to be like a super night. Like, and well, he uh, said he, the IMAX showing probably would. Yeah, be. no, his take on it seems actually pretty accurate. Yeah, I would think. I don't um, disagree with his assessment. And well, and it's kind of what we've seen too in in previous ones. The only one that really defied the the standard like odds of it all was the uh, the Batman versus Superman. People just got here ridiculously yeah. early for that. That was the earliest. I think I've ever seen anybody come for a movie. They didn't even come that early for Star Wars. Like no, this, this year I mean, maybe. Yeah, there were people here, but they were in, they were spread out because there were so many different. Uh, it's true. Now I'm when we say, well, how early was it? I mean, like they were here. We got here at like noon, and they were here before us. Yeah, yeah, that, that is true. And I don't know what got. No, into, there was like two guys. I don't know what got. No, there was like a group of four. Those guys came later, didn't they? No, okay. no. They were just spread out. Some of them were eating over there at the tables and stuff. Oh, they, remember sure. they offered us a cheeseburger or an Arby sandwich <laughs> yeah, or whatever? something like that. Yeah. Uh, and they came, like, from not a faraway land, but, like, not close to get here. Yeah, so, they wanted to see that big yeah, time. Yeah, they really wanted to see it uh, and to make sure they had a good seat. And the thing is, is, like, they probably, well, I don't know, though. That filled up so, so early. But, that, I mean, we got here at noon, and it was Pulled up, uh, the line was back and long, probably by uh, two, th- two thirty-three o'clock. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's this is for a true. seven o'clock show, yeah. so uh, that just doesn't happen much anymore. And it, yeah, I, I see that the changed. line's starting back there now. So yeah, people have been. It's been a steady stream. Yeah, they're they're coming in and they're like, we want to talk to these guys, but we have to get in line real quick <laughs> just to make sure. And then maybe one of us will wander up and we'll see what's going on and. We'll see how it goes. But until then, we're going to talk to any random passers-by. And then uh, afterwards, we hope to get some live reactions, um, which sometimes can be troublesome. 
uh, just because we just can't. Sometimes uh, when we come to these, people are in uh, such a hurry to get out of the movie because they have stuff to do tomorrow that they're they, this tunnel vision. It's, yeah, I got to go, and they don't even wait for the credits, which I pondered at last week, and then I finally thought of it. Like I was like, when the nights that we go. Sometimes people, they got early stuff to do. That's true. You know what yeah. I mean? And they're like, you know what? I'll see those when I buy the, inevitably buy the DVD or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, Catch and some, the clip online. Yeah, or something like that. Because eventually, if like three weeks after the, the movie's out, they'll be like, see what you didn't see in the theaters if you left early because you're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, not all people that leave early are crazy. Let me just say that. But No, they are. In a Marvel movie, it just seems crazy to me that people would leave early when you know that there's more content to be seen. 110%. Yeah, so. Um, but yeah, today, uh, of all days, is May the 4th. And for us, uh, normally this has a much different meaning uh, this day, but today it, it coincides with the soft opening for Guardians of the Galaxy. And I don't think that's an accident. I don't either. Um, I think that it's meant to uh, be like that for a reason. The date is important as it is, of course, the uh, known, uh, at least in our uh States sphere. I don't know if it's worldwide or not, but uh, yeah. it is uh, Star Wars Day today. No, I think it is worldwide. Yeah, actually. it is uh, May the Fourth, and they often make the play of words "May the Fourth be with you." Mm-hmm. So, I of course uh, I did the obligatory uh, Star Wars viewing. Now that you have lots of options these days, where you can go through, and uh, you know you got seven regular episodes, you got a couple of side episodes, stuff like that. You know, so I chose A New Hope, uh, episode four. It was the first time that I've had to watch it without the princess, though, which was a little boring. I, I mean, boring? Yeah, it was boring. I was oh, like, I see. I was like, man, I just don't know. I couldn't get into it. Oh, Normally okay. I can. I was okay. just bummed, you know? I, I have, you have to get one out of your system. I you guess. Know? And if, and if it would have been I'm not sure same. boring would be the right word for yeah, me. Yeah, I guess it's not. I guess it wasn't boring. Because I wasn't bored, but I was just... I guess I just... I it just felt different, a, that's yeah, for sure. it was different. I just yeah. had a hard time getting into it. It's not like... In years prior, plus I was I was jacked up and excited for the galaxy, you know, the Guardians of the Galaxy, and I knew what we had going on today and and all that. So, and plus, you know, I had a doctor's appointment. Uh, you don't know this, but, uh, but I had a doctor's appointment that was slated for one forty-five today because I didn't pay attention oh. when I made the appointment, like right. way out. And then yesterday, I was like, "Hey!" Uh, so <laughs> I just realized that I made this appointment on a bad day, and uh, I was wondering if I could get in a little earlier. And they're like, oh, yeah, nah, uh, <laughs> we are full up. I was like, cool. So today I was going to get up, and when I got up, I was going to see if I could reschedule for a dreaded Friday. And a Friday at a doctor's office is not a fun day. Fridays Never. and Mondays are bad days. Yeah. Um, so uh, luckily, uh, I was in a deep sleep enjoying my slumber when my phone rang, and uh, lo and behold, it was the doctor's office saying I could come in. It was 1030 in the morning. Oh. But I was still, I was like, well, cool, that'll help me out. I can get that taken care of. And uh, it was just something to do. I just didn't like that it was that early. But either way, I got a good start on the day. got out there, got in and out of the yeah, doctor you're not like a, quick. you're not an early riser. No, sir. Uh, no, sir. <laughs> not not in the slightest, am no. I? No. Uh, like, sometimes early. I don't hear, like, I'll text you in the morning and be like, he'll get back to me when he gets up. But sometimes it's like 3. I usually afternoon. get up at 3. Yeah, not anymore. It was very common back in the day. Yeah, but now I get up at like 1.30. Yeah. 
but still, it's not you, too far You did off. like noon today. I was, I yeah, was surprised. Well, yeah, because I was up at 10.30. That's I right. got up. I threw yeah. some shorts on. I went out to the doctor. I got back by like 11-something, and I was like, you know what? I got time for a Star Wars. I'm not War. a mass surgeon. I just got hit in the head. What do you want? Yeah. <laughs> I, got, I got time for a Star Wars, so uh, that was the one that's, I chose. That's a good time. And I, I, But it wasn't, though, because of the bummedness. I should have just mm. probably went with the New Hope, or not a New Hope, but uh, the, the new Star Wars. Uh, the Rogue? No, the Episode 7, seven uh, Force Awakens. Yeah. Because, you know, everybody's still kicking in that one. That's true. You know, except for Max Van Sydow. Yeah. and um, uh, is it, I think he passed. Did he pass? I don't know. Maybe he didn't. He's just old. I don't know. Yeah. yeah well, old. everyone associated with that movie is old. He's, well, true. Except but, uh, for um, Lucas, for some reason. He's still kind of the same as he was in the I early 90s. he ages backwards like Benjamin Button. I bet he does that vampire thing where rich people get young people to give them their blood. And they oh, get a transfusion like once a month. Yeah. He, he totally be, does that. He would totally be a candidate for somebody like that, yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, so, anyways, word has it <laughs> uh, on the set of the Spider-Man Homecoming that uh, I found this particularly funny because... Uh, oh, yeah. I, uh, when I read it, I was I could picture this happening in my mind. I can. There was an interview with Tom Holland that he gave to uh, I can't remember where it was, but uh, Tom Holland uh, he plays the new Spider-Man, yeah. and he's very young. Uh, the um, Civil War Spider-Man. Yeah, Civil War Spider-Man, and the upcoming Homecoming Spider-Man. Indeed. And uh, <laughs> he said that uh, Michael Keaton was really fun on set, but also he was really intimidating because he would go around and every time he would see him, he would be like, "I'm Batman." <laughs> you constantly say, I'm Batman. I'm Batman. Uh, and it's probably Michael Keaton way. And first off, if that was me, I would like be like, cool, that's awesome. <laughs> Could you do it again, Mr. Keaton? Uh, and uh, I, I wonder. And hope, I'd be like, are you okay, sir? I just hope that he does that at all of his movie sets and has yeah. since 1989. That's really what I hope. Um, because it oh, would be really? I think, it, I think it's funner if he just does it on the comic book movies. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he just maybe he could just bust out some Birdman lines too, just because. <laughs> yeah, he is vulturing it up, you know. I'm not even here. They're, they're kind of they're kind of along the same lines. They are, you know, vultures and such. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They fly uh, and stuff. I, I'm pretty excited for it, really. I think it's going to be. pretty I'm good. excited for that American assassin that he's in, where he's training uh, like Navy SEALs, assassin type dudes. I don't know if I've seen this preview. You got to uh, see it, dude. It's cool. It's yeah. cool. What? Now, who's in this again? Michael Keaton? Yeah. Yeah, he, he plays training. the trainer. You told me you told me it was last week or the week before. Yeah, if you can fill for like ten seconds. Oh, I, I can, can do that, no problem. <laughs> um, let me just uh, uh, move it on down the line here. Yeah, uh, but no, I uh, okay. I'm ready. Sorry, okay. I told you ten seconds. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So American Assassin. We're talking Brian, uh, D- Dylan O'Brien. D- okay. And Michael Keaton are the first two. How about that? I don't know who Dylan O'Brien is. Uh, he plays. Uh, I don't either. Uh, but in this movie, he plays um, the guy, I guess it, it, it's kind of hard to tell what exactly what happens in the trailer, but par- some of his family dies. Oh. And uh, he vows to get revenge, and he becomes like... like yeah, he's like a ronin, a warrior without a master. Oh, yeah. And then the government scoops him up and gives him to Michael Keaton to train him. Robert De Niro. What? No, a little bit, yes. Ronin. Yeah, but yeah. no, but yes. Good movie though. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. I was thinking more, um, you know, uh, Robert Patrick Modell. Oh, Ronan. Yeah. All right. Um, I'll tell you this too. This is bummer. Okay. Um, I said a long I'm time already ago. Bummed. I believe that one of the best uh, sci-fi directors that's out there uh, right now, sci-fi writer director, Ridley Scott, in, in addition to Ryan Johnson, who's oh. doing uh, 
it's kind of related to Ridley Scott in a way, but it's not Ridley Scott. Oh, um, okay. Ryan Johnson is doing the new Star Wars, which is going to be. He's. I think Ryan Johnson's a fantastic talent. But uh, Neil Blomkamp. Uh, oh man, who okay. did uh, Chappie and District Nine? Yeah. And, uh, uh, that other. What is it? Elysium or? Yeah, Elysium. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so all those I've liked. Uh, so there's issues, sure, but overall, I think they've been pretty great movies. Uh, District Nine, probably the best. Of the lot, it's pretty but, good. Uh, it's pretty good. But yeah, I've really enjoyed. I like Chappie a lot too. I did like Chappie a lot too. Uh, some people, I don't think, I don't know if they like the 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 D word or whatever. But uh, yeah, well, they don't actually. Yeah. Um, Neither did Blomkamp actually. From what yeah, I understood, I, I, the, that uh, I've seen actually recently where they do um, uncool things. Yeah, uh, <laughs> all the time. Yeah, what uh, I'm trying to think of what he calls him. What is it? What does the guy call himself? I don't Ninja? remember. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I think it's Ninja. Yeah, they're like Ninja from Die Antwoord. I'm like, the hell kind of a headline is that? <laughs> this band has their own ninjas? <laughs> but it's not. It's just this guy with a bunch of tattoos name. Uh, mm-hmm. That's what it is. Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, that's not what I had in my yeah, head. Yeah, that's but, his, what, South African rapper name? Yeah, that wasn't what I expected. <laughs> so uh, He doesn't look like a ninja. Yeah. I can lie. Anyways, my whole point to that, though, was he was doing uh, a new version, almost like a reboot, of Alien. And he had uh, Sigourney Weaver, supposedly, was attached. And he had a lot of concept art, and like things were going well. Oh, then, then Ridley Scott happened? Well, uh, the Covenant was already going on, and I think Ridley Scott was like, I'm going to make this a lot more like an alien movie than Prometheus, so you've been warned. Like, it's kind of not dead yet. Yeah. Uh, and they're like, yeah, Ridley Scott made this really cool-looking one now. And uh, <laughs> we just don't think that we need that. Let's just put a pin in that so they cancel. It's got Danny McBride in it. Yeah, we're going to go with that one. Yeah, they cancel it. But, uh, hey. I like Dan. I know. I'm, I'm serious. Oh, I'm yeah. absolutely serious. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah. no, however, if I had said you got Sigourney Weaver, but we <laughs> yeah. have Danny McBride. That, that's right. That would be a joke. The Sigourney Weaver would be like, he didn't handle no gorillas and no mist. No, sir. Uh, that I know of. <laughs> that I know of. Yeah, she fought. Um, what the hell was that guy's? Um, her boss at the art. Uh, museum in Ghostbusters 2 Janusz 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 Yeah I had to deal with Janusz man That's right Janusz Watch her over Vigo the Carpathian <laughs> Destroyer of Oh Viggy 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 That's my favorite That's one of my favorite lines in that whole movie Viggy 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 You've been bad Viggy <laughs> Viggy So uh, in other parts of the world uh, this is going to this is going to blow your mind uh, they, in other parts of the world, they make... You, you told me earlier I was going to be shocked, hey, and I was, was less... That was shocking. I was less and, than shocked. Uh, you were shocked. You just I didn't was. want to admit it. But I know no. you were, because no. it made you swerve a little bit when you were driving. And we were walking into the restaurant when you told that story, <laughs> so I don't know what you're recalling, sir. <laughs> well, maybe not then. Either way, this one really will shock you. Okay. okay. There's yeah. a spot in Europe where the world is better. And uh, I assume because of this news. Then what? They have made a pizza. Oh, okay. okay. Mm-hmm. And on this pizza, uh, this this European pizza, mm-hmm. it has 101 different types of cheese. That's that's weird. On one pizza. That's too many. 101 types of cheese on a pizza, man. Is it spotted like Dalmatians? No, nah, it's all in congealed. Like, mm. Does Glenn Close want to kill it? No, maybe. A hundred and one cheeses on a pizza. I say, holy cheeses, that's a lot of cheeses. That is uh, a lot of cheese, and I'm pretty sure, like, you know, maybe it's like a deep dish. I don't know. No, it's not. It was really big. So you're getting, like, a dash of this, a dash of that, a not dash. Not a whole piece. Or, uh, I guess. 
it's going to have a whole lot of something. Well, I mean, 101, how many times can you divide that up? Is it a big pizza? Oh, I'm asking too, I'm taking this too seriously. No, it's pretty big. No, yeah. it should be taken seriously. Any pizza <laughs> with 101 pieces of cheese should be absolutely taken pieces seriously. Pieces of cheese or types of cheese? Types of cheese. Okay. Not pieces. I don't know if that would be, I don't, I don't know if people can lift it. Well, and a piece is still subjective. How big is the piece, you know? Yeah. But still, that's a lot of cheese. That is a lot of cheese. But I feel like after that many cheeses combined, like, you know. It just like like cheese. combined cheese. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, could really t- I could really taste the Havarti that's in right. here. The Gouda oh, I could get the Gouda. excellent. Uh, sir, the Brie is where it's at. Now, uh, what I would really love are 101 tiny pizzas all with different cheeses. That's what I would like better. Ooh. You just took it next level. I did. Holy cow. I did. I didn't even think of that. I'm going to start a restaurant that that's all they do. It's like a six-hour meal. Patent pending, folks. 101. A six-hour meal, yes. We're starting just with one after 101 courses. That's right. <laughs> That'll be $189.99 for the complete 101. It'll be small. <laughs> the Dalmatian special. That's right. Oh, man. Uh, it's like in, I don't think you've seen it yet, uh, there's that movie Why Him? Uh, yeah, where, yeah, where they the Franco. The, they got the the fusion stuff. So the chef's like, "Would you like uh, a cheeseburger slider?" And he's like, "Sure." And he's like, "Open your mouth." And then he takes out like a medical syringe and shoots it down <laughs> the dude's throat. It's like a liquid uh. like, thing. And he's like, "Ah, it's actually pretty good, but still weird." Uh, <laughs> that that's apparently a real thing. Oh yeah, well you remember the Third Rock for the Sun joke? Not Third Rock from the Sun. I'm sorry, Thirty Rock joke. Um, where she goes to the fancy party with the handsome man and all the people, like, instead of having hors d'oeuvres on trays, they have little boxes of scented air. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, because uh, speaking of that, that just reminded me of that old Spaceballs gag where uh, Mel Gibson, or Gibson, Mel Brooks, <laughs> this would be quite a different show with Mel Gibson. Mel Brooks had the, the drawer full of cans of Perry air. Oh, yeah. And uh-huh. he'd crack him open and sniff the clean well, air. They turned that into the theme for um, the Lorax for that oh, animated yeah. movie. It's the same deal. Yeah, I think that uh, Dr. Seuss perhaps may have wrote that book before. Spaceballs? Oh, I thought you were going to say he wrote the script for Spaceballs secretively. <laughs> that would have been really something. No, I don't think the canned air is actually in the book. I think that's an added storyline for the movie. Oh, well, somebody was a Spaceballs fan. <laughs> Indeed. They were. Indeed. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I couldn't believe this. So much like uh, uh, I couldn't believe it about the 101 cheeses. Much like I couldn't believe it, there's also... Uh, I just got to ask you this: In Hollywood these days, is nothing is, is nothing sacred anymore? No, absolutely not. Because get this: Now I like these I like these two people uh, quite a bit, but when I heard about this, it made me angry. I was like, "You have got to be kidding me!" Because okay. first is off, it another Blues Brothers. I love the original, uh, and it's not the Blues Brothers, okay. but it is replacing a Dan Aykroyd and John Candy movie. Which oh, I saw this my, Kevin Hart. My, yes, uh, one of my most favorite younger movies from my younger days, mm-hmm. and that is they are redoing the Great Outdoors. They're remaking the Great Outdoors, a movie that does not need to be remade. No, and they are doing it with The Rock and Kevin Hart. But they already own it, so I let's just do it. Yeah, I don't. I mean, yeah, the pairing it was funny in that Central Intelligence movie, kind of. Like, it, it, it did well because of the yeah. names involved. But, like, they're going to ruin it, man. It's not going to be very I funny. I mean, they finally they just stopped really remaking comic book movies. I mean, they still make comic book movies anymore, but the reboots have slowed down. Spider-Man's really the last reboot we've had, and that's because Marvel, Marvel took it over. Yeah, I was say, it is about to get rebooted again. 
Kind of. I mean, they're going to... I think Marvel's a lot more in charge of that than Sony. Yeah, that's true. That's what I think. I might be wrong. I don't think so. I might be wrong, though. But either way, I'm not down for that movie. I don't think that's <laughs> going to be all that great, quite frankly. Oh, yeah? I mean, I, I, I just don't have a desire to see that. You know, if I want to watch The Great Outdoors, I'll watch the one with John Candy. He's a legend. Uh-huh. You don't redo John Candy movies. They tried it with that Uncle Buck TV show, and it failed after one episode. <laughs> uh, just because you cannot replace John Candy. He is just too much of uh, awesome yeah, and to I, be replaced. I know you're right, but that's why I think the choice of Kevin Hart is so good. Yeah, Because he'll do his own thing. Yeah, but he's so far... Yeah, I guess, yeah. But I that's see the only saying. way it's going to work. Yeah, so far If you try from, to I guess impersonate I John Candy... That. Yeah, there's nobody going to be able to do that. Yeah. And nor should they. Uh, and if they do, they should be slapped because that's just not right. <laughs> yeah. Wait, you tried to do John Candy? Oh, no, no, no. Stand here. You've you got one coming. Here comes the slap. Yeah. Come with the powder. Powder it up. Whack. <laughs> what did the five fingers say to the face? Slap. Oh, man. Charlie Murphy. I miss Charlie Murphy. Uh, let's see here on my notes. Oh, yes. How about this? Uh, I think I talked about it a little bit. Maybe I just speculated when we actually saw it. But remember Split? Yeah. I think it's been out long enough now. The M. Night Shyamalan. I can say that uh, if you've not seen Split, there is an end credit scene that's been online and it's been oft talked about. So uh, I don't consider this to be a spoiler. Um, but at the end of the movie, uh, there is, it shows a close up of a guy that comes uh, in from the fields and takes his hat off and sets his hat down. And it zooms in and it's Bruce Willis's character from Unbreakable. And you go, what? <laughs> huh? Cool. Wait, what's that have to do with this movie? I have thoughts. Um, <laughs> so, uh, first off, Unbreakable is an M. Night Shyamalanian movie that most people Way did back. not like. It was 2001. It was right off the success of A Sixth Sense. And they were like, this isn't A Sixth Sense. I don't like this. But it was actually a really great movie that over time people have come back and said, yeah, we were a bit harsh on that. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. it's pretty darn good. And over time it's developed, uh, more people have become like me, uh, comic, comic book, people who love comic books, that is a movie to be loved oh, from yes. uh, the comic book perspective. Uh, and so now uh, it has been approved uh, that uh, um, Bruce Willis and Samuel L. Jackson will be back. And with for a Unbreakable Two that is merged with Split, and what I think is going to happen is I think Samuel L. Jackson's going to be in jail. I think something's going to happen in Bruce Willis's hometown from the guy that takes the girls, and I think Bruce Willis is going to be the hero that needs to go and stop this guy from doing huh. this stuff. That's just a theory of mine, mm-hmm. but it seems to be where it could possibly make sense that those two movies are merged yeah you know because it showed him got away at the end with uh you know again uh, this movie's been out for a little bit now so just you know sorry but uh <laughs> this is how i think I, it's yeah gonna lead i don't in. think if because it is out for rentals yeah i mean yeah and even it's been out for rentals even for like almost a month so yeah but uh you know i think that that's going to happen he's going to abduct again and in that uh you know i think it'll be Bruce Willis, who will will help, and I think he'll go visit and bring Samuel L. Jackson in on it because him being a former villainous mindsets, he'll want to seek out his expertise and how to find this other flawed uh, human being. Mm. 
Perhaps. Is what I think. That's pretty um, good. Pretty good. I, I'm excited for it regardless. It's a nice little bow you got on that thing there. Yeah. Uh, I'm, rega- I'm, I'm excited for it regardless. <laughs> I think it's going to be pretty good. Uh, you know, I feel I feel strongly, but it's not going to come out for a couple of years. So. No, no, so it won't. be it. But, uh, but yeah. Um, also, a show that I really enjoyed has the coolest opening credits ever. X-Files? As far as, uh, no, no, no. Um, <laughs> although I do like the X-Files opening credits, but... Uh, some of the coolest opening credits ever in, uh, it was a show that was on NBC that I thought people were watching, but, uh, they weren't. And that's what uh, made me think that that was going to lead to this next bit of info. And that's, they canceled it. It was called powerless. And it was where, uh, it was Bruce Wayne's cousin, which was Alan Turdick, who is awesome. Yeah. He uh, is. was, uh, Bruce Wayne's like cousin. And he was running a division of Wayne enterprises where this group of people, it was their job to come up with things to thwart supervillains mm-hmm. uh, in a comic book-filled uh, world. And these are just the regular folks that did it. The idea was kind of pitched as, hey, it's The Office meets the superhero world, you know? Yeah. But uh, that's basically... So you got to capitalize, right? Yeah, that's basically the long and short of it. And uh, it was pretty funny. It used the opening credits of famous comic books that were put into motion, like stop-motion comics oh, and yeah. stuff. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, and uh, on on that, I was like, "Cool, this is going to do well." And apparently, it did not. It lasted. Uh, I think they're going to let it play out its last, I think, three episodes or so. But it got yanked real quick. Uh, well, I'm sorry yeah, to hear that. Yeah, a little disappointing. It was actually pretty darn funny. But uh, what are you going to do? It doesn't always happen that way. No, Rest of Development was one of the funniest shows ever, and it got yeah. some of the worst television treatment ever from Fox. So well, since Firefly. Yeah, I mean, yeah, people are still angry. People will fight over that like they were like you know i had something to do with firefly getting canceled people will throw down <laughs> right there they will kick their their shoes off and start throwing fists yeah and it will be bad news uh bad news bears on that one so uh walter matthow yeah him too <laughs> <laughs> i yeah uh, i just watched something with walter matthow yeah i watched a movie called the couch trip uh, an old dan Aykroyd film there about uh psychiatry in the 80s when it was oh. all the rage you know like, they would have these mega psychiatrists that were, like, super rich. You know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, super psychiatrists. And he was, he was, he was one of those. Uh, and Dan Aykroyd, of course, uh, was exploiting that with uh, the help of his legally uh, insane but not insane friend, Walter Matthau. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good. So um, I'm noticing that the, uh, the lines are starting to fill up back there. Oh, yeah. It's uh, 6 15. They're coming in. We got about 45 minutes or so uh, until the uh, until it's time for the show. Uh, any predictions from you about what's gonna what we're gonna see go on in this uh, awesomeness? That's just it. Yeah. Awesomeness. Yeah. No. Um, you know, uh, I haven't. I've tried to avoid speculation because I know whatever I choose is not going to be right. And if I'm disappointed in that regard, I might uh, have, you know, uh, my, my score might go down. So I'm trying to expect less, so I'm even more thrilled at the end. You know, yeah. that's like we say, if you go in with low expectations. It's true. I, and I told, I told you about the, uh, the, the scoring mishap, how Google yeah. and Rotten mm-hmm. Tomatoes were not in sync. Um, but uh, when I was on there last night, I just typed it in and it came up with a, a very low score. Not for most movies, but for a movie like this, uh, it, it shouldn't have been anywhere in that area. Yeah. And uh, I was like, wait, that doesn't make a whole hell of a lot of sense. And so when I actually went to the website, I found out that I was actually quite, quite wrong. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's good Well, Google know. was the, the quick 
pull up, right? Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah, you just type it into Google and it has it on the side of the screen mm-hmm. and yeah. it shows like a picture and it tells you. You know, and I found it, it to be obviously low, but maybe plausibly low and what the hell's kind of going on there. So, yeah. uh, I'm glad you did your research. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm just, yeah, I, 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 that made me just go, wait, wait a minute, hold on. What is the <laughs> consensus? Because, hold up, everything I've seen, and I think I, I said it earlier, I'm like, the trailer alone lets me know that it's better than what it gave it. Yeah. 64% or whatever. I mean, I love just, the first trailer. Oh, it's one of the, I think that's one of the best trailers I've ever seen. Uh, <laughs> it's just like 30 seconds of the movie. Yeah. And, and, it, and I, somebody also called out uh, and asked James Gunn on that. They're like, thanks for giving away uh, everything in the movie and, and, you know, being that guy, you know, it's like, oh, clearly you just showed all the best parts of the movie in the trailers. So, uh, <laughs> and James Gunn uh, retorts with, yeah, everything that I showed in the trailers is basically from the first five minutes of the movie. That's how Marvel does it now. Yeah. Uh, there's like there's a couple of things, but you won't know until you see it. But other than that, mostly it's from the first five minutes. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so thank well, you very much. Well, they started that with that uh, Ultron. Because uh, remember, we were like, oh, man, there's so much great stuff in the trailer. And it literally was all in the first five yeah, minutes. it was. Yeah. It's, it's just how they, I guess it's just how they like to do yeah. it these days, you know? But, oh, he's uh, got that uh, giant IMAX yeah. Guardians poster out. I'm going to go tackle him. Yep, go go do it. <laughs> Simp approved. Take him down. <laughs> Take him down. Roll it up. Put it in. Wait. I didn't say that. You did. <laughs> Hold on. That didn't sound right. <laughs> uh, we were, of course, talking about posters. Uh, yeah. No, that is such a cool poster, though, too, when you look at it. I mean, it's it's like most of the size of me. It's like, a lot, definitely wider than you. Well, that's that's very kind. It's pretty top. Kind of you. To say <laughs> it's it, also true. Yeah, it's almost as tall as you. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I would like it for my. Wall. I have uh, the Great Wall, one of those. Oh, yeah. oh, that's right. Yeah. From last time. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, it was actually a pretty cool poster. Yeah, I like the art of it. Yeah, it's really not neat. A, not a great film. A lot of flaming arrows flying at my face. Not a crappy film. But not a great one. Uh, it well, was not scored very highly. Yeah, by me. all I need to know is that. Um, Matt Damon tries to do that Scottish accent, and it's kind of kind of not good. Bad, it was yeah, so kind of not good. So bad uh, that accent. The mm-hmm. accent was way worse than the actual movie itself. Indeed. And here's the thing: there's no reason why he needed to do it. No. Like I don't understand that at all. No. So, what's up, guys? How you doing? That's that is the line. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There, there's people that are already waiting for you back in that line. No, people don't mill around. They get in line. Oh, yeah. They don't mess around. They didn't even come talk to us. They're like, I got to get in line because I want my seat. And if I don't get that, I'm I'm going to hit somebody. Well, we will give it away, but they haven't come talk to us yet. So we might have to give it away after. (laughs) Do do you want those comic books? I don't necessarily think that suits what you would be after. Or the uh, rocket pop or the pop rocket raccoon. Yes. That's the the real prize. No. No. No, no free tickets. <laughs> exactly eleven. Exactly eleven. As of tomorrow, actually, glasses. Oh yeah, they should have gave you glasses. Oh, okay. Yeah, you got to go to the counter. You're gonna want to go get those glasses. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you guys uh, took care of all that in one fell swoop. Well, oh. aren't you glad you did? Now oh, you see here. the line. Yeah. Oh, yes. They've been here. For this. Some of them have been here the entire time we've been here. Yeah. yeah. Enjoy your popcorn. Yeah, there's people that were waiting for... They'll wait for... They'll, they gotta... do, you, do you like my new sign? Yeah. No, I don't think so. I mean, it might just be, hey, uh, we'll save you a couple of seats. Yeah. You know, something like that. Just talk to them in passing. 
Because we're going to be folding it up here pretty soon ourselves. Oh, yeah. So. We'll get there. Did you two just have a technical conversation? No, I asked him if he liked my sign. Oh, yeah, it's neat, isn't it? Yeah, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, I made I made the sign. I'm at the deadline. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's nice. Yeah, well, it's a good one, I can tell you. <laughs> what song? Oh, uh, no, not on the soundtrack. Nope. Is That's it? interesting. 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 I haven't heard that one. I, yeah. I haven't seen too many ads. I'm on the internet. Uh, they don't have too many Guardians they, ads. He's pretty adamant. He's pretty adamant about using the... <laughs> I think you guys you guys should still be good, though. I think. There's That's a couple right. friendly faces over there, too. There is. You should, you'll, see some, you'll see some friendly fa- folks. Folks. Fol- folks. Folks. Indeed. <laughs> but then you'll spill your popcorn. Oh well, well, yeah, but it costs though every time. <laughs> oh jeez, and there it is. Oh man, and on that note, it's getting to be pretty much close to that time. Uh, so what we're gonna—I thought that we would get some people that stopped by. Nobody stopped by. No, they went straight to the line. Yeah. So what we're gonna try to do is get them after. Uh, we could, we, if we end a little early, we can take the mic to them too. Take the podcast mic to them, maybe. We could. Uh, See how that goes. Yeah, so uh, we're just going to go ahead and do this. This is where the part of the show is where we do a magical time jump from uh, regular folk who have not seen the movie at all <laughs> to uh, <laughs> those who have and have a full review for you and hopefully some audience reactions, which is what we really want to make sure that we can try to get some of. So that being said, we are going to uh, shut it down for the first part. We will get back to you here soon with the second part. For you guys, it'll be instantaneously. For us, uh, we got a little I'm, bit of time. I might play a little music in between. Oh, look out. Yeah. Music is good. We'll see. we got something good for you coming up right now. All right, and just like that, bam, back in the studio. Whoa! Filled with knowledge. Magic. We snapped our fingers, and there we were. Yeah, we waited with a microphone, and people ran by us. Yeah, holy cow. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, that's something uh, that I should address really quickly before we get into our review here uh, and let you get on your way, hopefully, to get out to the theaters to see this uh, fantastic little piece of film. But, uh, yeah, we okay. so we understood a little bit when we were there. We were there early. We were doing our thing, and, and every other show... People would saunter forth. They would see a line. It wouldn't really matter. They would see the stuff on the table. table. They'd come up to the table. They'd be like, what's all this here? And we would happily explain to them and talk to them. Every single person. Except for those who we personally knew. Yeah, (laughs) bolted directly to the line um yeah. at the start so there was no let's see what these guys were about no fuck that martha i need a good seat so <laughs> i gotta uh, see that rocket yeah, from the right seat. that's right uh and the and the wife was probably like i gotta get that baby group so uh you know i'm just saying it was tough before and so we thought okay cool well we'll just go out there afterwards there's gonna be a table of stuff we can stand by the table and we'll just talk to some people who man the table turned into a swarm yeah uh, from it was the ones, like locusts. yeah, we like walked out 
relatively briskly uh, got out, at least I'd say before half the theater did. Mm -hmm. And a third of the half that beat us out was already out the door, and the others in in Rising were swarming around the tables. There was posters, there was buttons, there was uh, cards, and at one point Martin ran out of buttons and had to go get a box of buttons. And when he opened up that box, my God, they were... He was like, it's a gel. This is like, I think he said it was a gazelle on the Sahara. Like, you just open it up and it's gone Gone. in seconds. Yeah, it's that fast. I've never seen people out as just want free stuff like so badly. It's like like it's Guardians or the crowd or. I don't, I I think it's, well, I mean, they did it to the posters. Like, we've discussed the posters. We just walked to your truck and we were just ravaged. Yeah, that's true. Went through like a pack of banshees, just tearing Mm -hmm. it up, taking what they need. And we kind of hit them. Yeah, and they weren't in plain sight. Um, so, yeah, that's just... Uh, so that's why there's no uh, person reviews here, because they didn't want to talk to them. Yeah, they, well, they just they had other things uh, going on. So uh, Most of Yeah, uh, but we have reviews for you, and we know the, what, we? Uh, the people that we saw it with in the general tone of the theater, there was not one single person that got up and was like, <laughs> well, screw this movie! <laughs> I ain't never coming back. I had a concussion the whole time. I can't remember anything. He ain't lying, folks. He <laughs> might. Uh, he got Bob pretty good if you were listening earlier. If not, if you just tuned into the review, we got you covered on that, too. Um, so uh, let's just get into it. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Is it better than the original? Some said it was. I, I don't think it was, but I think it's as good, like mm-hmm. neck and neck. You know, it's like it's... It's like trying to say, which Beatles album's better, Abbey Road or the White Album? It's like, well, fuck. I, it's almost two completely different they're things really, in that they're, case. But, yeah, they're both really good, though, yeah. uh, is the point that I was after there. And it's it's hard to say, but I still like aspects of the first one more so just because of it just, it's the introduction. I, I don't mind uh, origins or intros and stuff like that, and I just, I, I liked it. But I really, really, really like the second one a lot. Like yeah. It's like if I rated one uh, 100, the other one would be a 99 type of a thing. But, uh, oh, yeah? Yeah, and I don't rate either one of them 100. But um, I have a couple of nits to pick with this uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, but it's it's small time. Okay. Uh, it really is. Because uh, most of it's great. Um, let's just go ahead and get into that. Uh, I mean, really, it's Marvel's probably funniest movie. Um, oh, yeah. Out of every single movie they've done, including the first Guardians. Pretty um, through the whole way. Yeah, there is laughs. Even at inappropriate times, there is people <laughs> cracking jokes. Uh, and and uh, you say, okay, so what? Did he just make it funny and sacrifice uh, all the seriousness? And actually, no. Uh, it compliments was, it very well. Yeah, actually. there was uh, very, very hefty bits of uh, emotionality attached to this movie uh, to go alongside with that comedy and as j-rod just mentioned the balance was damn near perfect um yeah and you know uh, like every good marvel movie there's a couple twists and turns and the you know the relationships change throughout sure so, they do and uh, so like the way so my point to that is some characters have you know some more sentimental moments some of them have less and then some of them have both and it, well yes and i will say this i've watched uh, every Marvel movie now that's available, uh, multiple times mm-hmm. with the exceptions of Guardians, of which I will see multiple times uh, the <laughs> second one. But um, I've watched them all, and uh, none of them, uh, with the exception of this one, 
made uh, real tears fall from my head. Aww. But uh, there was an emotional connectability to this that was unique to my situation. It is true. Um, <laughs> I was thinking about that. Yeah, and I just, uh, you know, I, it was, I, I, it, I, it was emotional. It was. Uh, it's just one of those things. And when you see it, if you want to talk about it, I will. If not, uh, you know, there, there, this could mean a multitude of different things. Uh, and I'm being uh, specifically as vague as I can. But uh, let's just say that uh, there, was a, there was a moment there where uh, my, my heart was affected. Uh, a couple, actually, but one to, to a more serious point. Yeah, and Shaw Guns as well. Yeah. Uh, so Good work for him in this. In this oh, movie. yeah, God, I was just going to say a little bit later, too, that, yeah, he, he, got, he got a slightly bumped-up role and made the best out of it, like, yeah, like his lines were gold, mm-hmm. uh, and Every single one delivered uh, as such. And uh, yeah, he he's and he sh- he had some nice emotion too. That's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah. You know, it's just in some spots like that. Um, you know, he's you, you just got to see it to know what we're talking about. But you got uh, fantastic acting performances, mostly all the way around. Uh, you got rip roarious humor. You got uh, a great story. Uh, Ego, the living planet. I don't know if you know this or not, but Marvel did not have the rights to that when James Gunn was writing this uh, sequel. And James Gunn, uh, he just kind was, of said, "Go get him." Well, he didn't even do that at first. He just was so into writing it. He just assumed that they had the credits for Ego, the Living Planet, mm-hmm. and the rights. Yeah, uh, the rights. And uh, that Marvel was like, "Oh, we got a red flag here." Uh, we don't own this. <laughs> and James Gunn was like, "Oh, it's kind of a kind of a big part of my story here. Uh, <laughs> yeah. can, can we can we work out a deal?" Uh, and a deal was struck. And that deal, you said, well, "What are you talking about? What, what, what movie is it going to be?" And it wasn't. That's what opened the doors for Marvel and Fox with the X Men TV shows that are going on oh, with Legion, okay. yeah. and uh, that like that would not have happened. Had they not got a whole bunch of money and support uh, from Marvel to use Ego, the Living Planet, because of how much of a focal piece it was of this movie. I mean, he's... And you can't, if you don't have Ego, you kind of rewrite the whole movie. You have to rewrite the whole movie, yeah. And it's like, as a, if there was top five billing as the Guardians, Ego and Kurt Russell was number six. So, yeah. um, you know. And I don't I don't know, that I, I, maybe I'm the only one that noticed this, but why does it, can't Sylvester Stallone just say Yandu? Uh, he can't say his name right. Yandu, he's, he says. It's like... Dude, it doesn't go. Sly, dude. It doesn't why. go that way, Rocky. Come on, man. Like you ain't that punch drunk. You know how to speak. <laughs> like, come on, man. Get the man's yeah, name to right. To be fair, he hasn't been actually punched in a while. Well, he, he got punched in Creed. I'm sure one or two landed, but I don't. I don't think he got. <laughs> he got his bell rung. Well, I'll sec. tell you this. Uh, he kept saying his name wrong, and it drove me nuts. Uh, <laughs> you know, but he had an interesting little piece in there, and I'm not going to get into who who he was or what he was or what he did and anything like that. But uh, dude, uh, he was Galactus. Yeah, of course, that's right. And Michael Rosenbaum was on, the Silver Surfer. On April first, <laughs> some dude. people will still try to argue that. Probably, <laughs> I've seen him in there. They're just in the background. Um, and I was told, and I, I personally didn't see, but I was told if you look really hard, uh, you can see James Gunn's dog, Dr. Van, Von Spears, but, uh, I did not see, uh, Dr. Von Spears in there, but yeah. uh, I'm sure he was. If James Gunn says he's there, he's got no reason to lie. He just, I just had to look harder apparently, but, uh, 
I would, you know, I would like to have seen that. He took his dog uh, every day to set with him, so it's inevitable that he's going to end up in a shot or two. Uh, Lots of Easter eggs in there, lots of fun little stuff. Um, This is really a movie that you should never, I mean, I I say this and you go, what are you talking about? Everybody, but they don't. And this is a movie that you really need to donate all of your attention to. Throughout. Oh, yeah. Um, We're going to watch this a couple times as soon as it comes out. We're going to be like, oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. It's going to happen. It's just one that you just really, you go, well, it's a superhero movie. How in tune do I need to pay? A a lot for this particular one if you don't want to miss shit. Because you don't have to, but you'll miss a lot of stuff that's just, it's it's what I like to call uh, uh, off the page from the script. It's not anything that's, that's anything that you would read. But it's things that are going on and are noted as such in the script, yeah. off screen, such and such as such and such, you know, and that's going on while people are having a conversation mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. And they're pretty much spread I mean, throughout they, they too. Set the, yeah, they set that tone with the opening sequence. They do, too, so. and the opening sequence, my God, uh, <laughs> oh man, that was pretty fantastic. Um, and if you say, well, they had a great opening sequence in the first Guardians, you're right, they did. Mm-hmm. Guess what? They improved it they uh, by a lot, and you go, well, "That's impossible." It's not. It, they they really did a great job. Yeah, they took uh, something that you only got a glimpse of in the first one and made a whole scene out of it. Oh, in the second one, and, and it was good. It was delightful. Yeah, scored very very well uh, as far as the actual music that was used. Uh, the whole the whole soundtrack was perfect. I was not correct. Uh, with my guess slash assumption at the theater where I said the soundtrack listing would go in order. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, almost close. It was, it was fairly close, but, uh, not really though. Yeah. Um, but, uh, that soundtrack is great. And I don't feel if you listen to the soundtrack, it gives anything away. I listened to the soundtrack for two weeks before the movie came out and I didn't know anything. Yeah. Actually, you know? I think I loved it more because when songs came on, I was like, Oh, I get it. And I, and like it was like a cloud was lifted. I was like, yeah. now I understand the purpose. Of that's this right. Whole that's thing. right. Exactly. Uh, but I mean, that's what you're supposed to do. So uh, now I, I will go on to say this before I give my uh, final thoughts and final scores, and I will also say my my nits to pick. First off, uh, I think James Gunn is one of the best filmmakers working today, and I think that James Gunn knows people enough to know how to really connect and hit on a personal emotional and satisfactory level Mm -hmm. in his movies that he provides now he kind of took everybody by storm with the first guardians of the galaxy people didn't know what to think much like uh i liken it to josh whedon but it's a tale of two stories okay uh you have josh whedon who takes the avengers and he puts it out and it's amazing and people are like can he make it amazing oh man he made it it was amazing and then he says hey we're gonna hire you for part two and he's like, cool, let me go do a bunch of other stuff real quick, and then I'll get back to it, and then we'll get it done. Mm-hmm. James Gunn finished Volume 1 and was like, moving on to Volume 2. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. James Gunn finished Volume 2, moving on to Volume 3. Here we go. James Gunn created his own world, his own living, breathing world off of the characters in that particular universe and it just works. Yeah, I think too. I liken it to like the conductor of an orchestra. There's so many characters yeah. and so many moving facets in these movies, and he gets them all just right. Yeah, and he shows you just enough of one to make you remember it, but not make you think too much about it. He does that sort of stuff very well. And then, like, also, you're like, "Oh man, cool! This is awesome!" But I haven't seen Rocket in a while, and then. 
pow, it just shows up because yeah. he knows how to shift it around right. He mm-hmm. just I, he just knows how to tell a story. So uh, I applaud him for that. And I also said, I believe I said it on here a couple of weeks ago, but uh, it was, uh, I think, that with the baby Groot effect, first off, um, it's, I mean, the ladies are all going to love baby Groot. I don't believe that there is any doubt about that whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard so many aws and aw, look at that little Groot, aw. And like people were trying to be quiet and they still couldn't keep him contained. <laughs> um, but I, I, I said that James Gunn knows acuteness factor because of how closely he works uh, with animals. He, he mm-hmm. is very, he loves animals. And, in a way, he found the perfect hybrid of like uh, a young, uh, cute uh, phase of a child mixed with the adorable antics of a puppy or kitten. Well, the innocence, I think. Yeah, is... I think that's a good way to put it. Yeah, yeah. innocence, I like that. Uh, because, yeah, it's just, it's there and it works and everybody. I don't, if somebody's, if somebody comes up to me and is like, you yeah, know, I saw that Guardians 2 and I didn't like that fucking baby Groot, I'll be like, what is wrong with you? I, I would not. I would think there's some Dexter type. Yeah, I'd be like, we way. can't be friends because yeah, this and is actually fucked you up. You scare me now. Yeah, so. because like seriously, if you don't like that character, something's wrong with you. Mm. Um, you know, uh, and a- I'm not talking about like you want to be a hipster like everybody, everybody likes baby group. Fuck that group. Uh, you know, whatever you want to have that attitude. I guess that goes along with hipsterism. But take that group out, mm-hmm. and if you dislike the baby group. Something's wrong with your brain because literally <laughs> our brains are wired to like that type of shit. And I don't mean talking little trees. I mean cuteness, innocence. No, yeah, well, especially with big eyes because that's why um, it's part of survival. It's ingrained in us. Um, it's why there's so many cat ladies out there, especially mm-hmm. well, ones they got who, the cat eyes who never had the children. Puss in um, boots. Yeah, well, I mean, it, 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 because their eyes are so big, our brains recognize them as infants. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we uh, we immediately connect with them. Yeah, and, and there's no different here. Um, it's it. He just uses it really great. Yeah, um, yeah. My only complaint uh, is this, and it's a small one, but it is it's what kept it from being as good as the original to me. Uh, Dave Batista did great work in the first one and he does great work in the second one. However, I say this and again, this is an extreme grain of salt. Mm. Uh, but while they were all established in the first one, certain characters came back and hit you a little too hard with it. Yeah. Um, I thought that he was just a little overly exuberant. Uh, the, the, the belly laughs are cool, but every single time something funny happens you get a a a rousing and powerful belly laugh i just i don't it just seemed like the character was just a hair over the top uh in slight situations yeah i think that was by design um i think that um this it could be an area where uh (coughs) excuse me uh mr gunn slipped up a little in his uh because I think it's true to the character, I think it was just probably overused. See yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I do. Yeah, because the character is experiencing a lot of things for the first time, uh, including feelings and, and such like that, too, himself. Yeah, well, pleasant feelings, Yeah, pleasant, especially. yeah. Not, not horrible. Uh, Rage, destroyer and yeah. in, in my family is is been taken from me type mm-hmm. feelings. But, uh, yeah, it just seemed to me, just, I was just like, God oh, dang, he's hitting that laugh a lot. Uh, <laughs> you, you know? But, I mean, and again... 
it's tiny because it didn't take me out of any moment or anything else. I was just like, man, he's just loving life over there. Good Lord. It didn't take me out of it. Now that you mention it, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's really, I mean, about it. The story moves. Uh, it's not a long movie, but uh, it never feels long. Um, just about the time when you're starting to shift a little bit is when the movie is actually wrapping up. And um, it's... Uh, Sorry, I'm dropping shit over here. <laughs> it's uh, we're concerned. I told you he got bashed <laughs> earlier. He took he took one right right as long to the as nose. I can make it home. I'll be fine. <laughs> so, so uh, let's cut to brass tacks here. Does he repeat the success he found in 2014? Oh yeah. Is oh, he going to yeah. beat it? Oh yeah. Uh, he is going to make way more money off this one than he did on the first one. I think he already has. He, based probably. Off the marketing. And I'll tell you this. Um, you know, uh, my comparison to him and Joss Whedon was this, is, is Joss came back because they, A, gave him a shitload of money, mm. but Joss had his issues in between the time because he is such a headstrong director that he constantly would be trying to influence not, not, other stories not one up marvel but say hey okay cool well what if we did this and i could write this and marvel is notoriously hard to work for for certain types of writers mm-hmm. and for other types of writers it's great um it's yeah. just like you know just like your regular boss some people mm-hmm. work good for certain types of bosses some don't um, well, they have a very rigid idea of what it is they're trying to accomplish. And if you <laughs> can give them results, and you, and, and not only that, you don't try to to go too far out, mm-hmm. then they love you for it. Yeah. If you try to argue with them, they Marvel will just replace you. Yeah. Uh, and they go, well, people will get mad. No, they won't. Uh, it started way back with the Terrence Howard situation, which we at first thought a long time ago that he said he wanted more money, and they're like, bye-bye. But it wasn't. Um, he had just said for the amount of screen time that he was going to be on in the second movie, he thought that he should be compensated because he was going to be on screen more. And he's absolutely right. He should have been, but he uh, was wrong to say it, apparently, to Marvel, because they're like, cool, bye-bye then. Well, I think, uh, too, I mean, I'm not defending this action at all, because I believe, you know, if someone gets a role, they should keep it. But, um, you know, I think you look at it and go, well, actually, for that money, we could get Don Cheadle, and he's available. I agree. Yeah, that was that was my next point. Uh, Don Cheadle, who is still a, a fairly big star, but he was a much bigger star at that point in time, yeah. he was fresh off well, of an, an Oscar nomination. Yeah, with and, the Hotel Rwanda. Yeah, Hotel Rwanda. I think he won, actually. He uh, believe, so, yeah. I mean, he, you know, here's a guy coming off of an Oscar nomination, and, they, and he says he'll do your comic book movie? Okay. Yeah, the second we, Iron Man, which was like the third big comic book Yeah, it's like, movie. we got Terrence Howard, but how can we box him out? <laughs> well, he did say he wanted some more money about three months ago. Hasn't really brought it up since. Fuck it, that's it. <laughs> he wanted more money. He's out. We got John Cheadle. He's coming in. Let's pay him actually more than Terrence Howard, too. <laughs> Just to make sure we cover all of our bases. Just to put the knife <laughs> right in the kidney. But, but yeah, and, you know, so uh, that's Marvel is hard to work for unless you know how Marvel works, and then they actually are quite great to you, and, yeah. that's, and that's what James Gunn seems to get. James Gunn, too, you also got to realize... James Gunn is an independent filmmaker thrust into a blockbuster world. He had never made a blockbuster film. Uh, he had done indies. The biggest film he did was Slither, and that was not a big film. Um, at, you know, uh, Super was never a mass uh, marketed film. 
Um, he, he just, he didn't, I had liked the stuff that he had done, but I personally did not know his name until Guardians of the Galaxy. And then I was like, what else did this guy do? Because, damn, that was mm-hmm. a good movie. And then I went and looked, and I was like, oh, oh, okay. Yeah, I knew him from Super, but uh, if you had asked me, like, what other movies he had done. Like, yeah, I knew the movie Super, yeah. but I didn't know it was him at that time, um, and it made me want to go back and revisit some of the ones that he's directed, and it just, uh, he's good in all the movies he directed, but nobody, and I mean nobody, including the writers of these stories, probably has a better understanding of this group of people than James Gunn yeah, does. Like I said, there's just too many factions and character individuals. And he's, and he's nailing them all. Uh, he, he really is. And, uh, again, um, this movie, uh, and maybe it was a, a tip of the hat to Joss Whedon, but, uh, I noticed he did it twice. The, uh, I, cause I really liked the shot in the Avengers. The first time you see them all together, there's like a circle shot, mm. yet they're all in frame doing their, you mm-hmm. know, and they got kind of, they form a circle. There was that twice in this movie, once with the original Guardians, uh, and then once with everybody, like mm-hmm. Nebula and Rocket and all those guys too. So, uh, I, I don't know if it was an homage or a tip of the hat or what, but they were two really, really great shots. Um, and that reminded me a lot of that that first uh, Avengers shot. Yeah, I, um, I agree. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, uh, the movie's absolutely hilarious. I think that if you're listening to this review, you already know you're going to go see it. Um, <laughs> I think this is a movie that people just it's it's one of those sequels that's so big it's just obligatory. There was way more people here than there was at Avengers: Age of Ultron. Yeah. So. And Avengers Age of Ultron was good, and there was a good crowd, but it was not like this. Um, yeah, it just wasn't. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. People showed up at the Avengers uh, Age of Ultron 30 minutes before it started. People still showed up here. Uh, they were Some people were out there when we got out there. Yeah, that's like almost three hours before. Yeah, so, uh, you know, so where do uh, you rank it? Well, I rank Guardians of the Galaxy pretty damn high. It got a 97% out of me, uh, probably more like 100 if I go back and actually listened to it. But, I mean, we were all kinds of hyped for that. We did a special just, I mean, we did a whole special on Guardians of the Galaxy before the movie well, came out to try to... explain to, some things in order well, to get people Yeah, to, we wanted to try to prep our listeners uh, because at the time it was a pretty radically different concept. And it's now been said it was Marvel's biggest gamble, which we actually said too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it paid off big time. Um, and obviously if it wouldn't have had as the successes that it did, then I still think it would have got a sequel, but I just, I honestly, can you imagine anybody other than James Gunn trying to direct a Guardians movie? No, not at all. No, I just, I can't. But um, I also kind of thought the same thing about Joss Whedon and the Avengers, so. I, uh, see, yeah, I did, but Joss, I think, kind of kind of let me down a little bit in the Avengers 2 because uh, while the story was good, the script was good, you could tell there was a lack of passion. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I didn't like it as much as the original Avengers. But it's still in the high 80s for me. Yeah. Uh, but I just I just sensed a, a bit of a lack of, of passion from Joss, who had, has been browbeaten by Marvel, had been browbeaten by a group of women on the Internet who he yeah. writes for better than anybody I uh, wanted to start tearing into him about his script because of the Hulk and Scarlet Widow thing. Uh, and Scarlet Widow, uh, he told her backstory, which was wrote by someone else, and people called Joss Whedon sexist, of all things. 
so much to the point that Joss Whedon was like, hey, I'm a writer. I'm not just, you know, a regular Hollywood type. That shit hurts, especially when I've dedicated my whole career to making women strong female strong on, and, and presentable on screen. And you're going to come at me now for this, which is bullshit because I'm telling the actual backstory of this character. Yeah. I looking back on it now, I think maybe he tried to, uh, control a lot of other movies more so than people have maybe. in the, uh, since him. I know it, I know it started with agents of shield, mm-hmm. the, the decline of the Marvel and Joss relationship. Well, and I think it all, got so intertwined he kind of had to because you were talking about loki's scepter you were talking about iron man's yeah. well you know, yeah. dealing with after the first avengers yeah like, that has to all inform what's going to happen so yeah and uh they didn't quite get agents of shield right until towards the end when joss was long gone <laughs> um so uh yeah i just think that right now uh james gunn is by far uh the best director that the marvel studios have followed by the russo brothers who i think also have a really really good understanding of how to tell a big story and if you say what are you talking about civil war uh was done quite well um i love civil war i like this a little more this guardians of the galaxy Mm -hmm. so uh i rate guardians of the galaxy if i was to give guardians of the galaxy one a 100 i would give this a 95 you know uh it's right below it um It's, I mean, it's, it's great. It's one that you need to, to go and see. If you have the money, do the IMAX. I know that movie tickets can be expensive, and I know that sometimes they're not worth it, but this absolutely is. It is a gorgeous film. Yeah, especially towards the end when uh, the Ravengers gather up. Oh, my nice. God. That was, yeah. I mean, that was jaw-dropping uh, at times. But this is a visually just gorgeous film. Uh, the visuals are, pardon the pun, out of this world. Uh, pardon you. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it just, it just looks uh, really good. And as good as it looks, it backs it up by the script, the performances, and everything that's going on. The only thing, again, as I think, is I thought uh, Batista was a little over the top. But I thought he had some nice subtle moments, too. So I don't know how much that was Batista or how much that was just go big with this. And, you know, it was such a small issue. Yeah, that I think if it's he, a character choice. Yeah. And, and even if it was so much, like, over, even if it was a bit over the top for, for James Gunn, I don't think that it was important enough in the scope of things to go back and be like, don't laugh as hard. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that, the IMAX film costs a lot of money. They're like, it's cool. <laughs> we'll, we'll deal, you know? Uh, so, but yeah. Um, so in the end, yeah, I rate this movie very, very high. I give it a five star. I give it a get out of your house and go see it immediately or as soon as you have time. Don't tell uh, me what to do, devil uh, just, woman. Just do, just go, just do it <laughs> like Nike. Uh, I'm saying, uh, you can do it like we did if you haven't had the chance to see it yet, but you still want to hear the soundtrack and all that stuff. It didn't ruin anything for us. Uh, but we had another set of friends that were like, we didn't watch a single commercial. We didn't want to know anything about it. We didn't want to know any of the songs on the, well, anything. And to be fair, that's how they went into the first one and ended it's up true. loving it. So. Yeah, and and that was how what most people did. Yeah. Um, now the eyes of expectation, and and this is what uh, it's actually good that you mentioned that because it leads right into my finishing point. Uh, mm-hmm. In the in the the comparison that I was making with with Joss and and with this. Joss's second movie uh, went down, and I think it went down just because they like they they just drained him. He he did not have a good working relationship with the people he worked with. 
James Gunn was allowed to go off, make his own thing, send back the dailies. Marvel was like, yeah. Well, they're certainly less protective of these characters as they were the Avengers. Yeah, well, and yeah, and now, though, now it's getting to a point to where, yeah. I mean, they'll never be as big as, as Captain America or the Incredible Hulk mm-hmm. or Iron Man. Uh, maybe Thor. I don't know. Some people just don't like Thor. I don't get that. But uh, some people don't. I I think I think Thor is great. But I think Thor the character is great. I think he has been his movies have been the weakest. Of yeah, of the single movies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can, I won't argue with you there. Um, but uh, these are characters now, and especially I would say Groot. A rocket and Star Lord, uh, and for me, Yandu. Um, I'm, I'm a Yandu guy. Uh, he was like my probably my third favorite out of all of the Guardians in the first and second yeah, movie. Could be. Yeah, I, I I love the guy. I mean, I met Michael Rooker in person. I talked to him about Yandu. I, I mean, I, I I love the character. So uh, you know, I just I think that he can take uh, just. His own, because Michael Rooker had worked for James Gunn's like three times previous before he started in on the Guardians of the Galaxy. He's in all of his movies, and just uh, to be able to just take these guys that aren't household names and turn them into household names, uh, not counting Zoe Saldana, who was already a pretty big star, but uh, Chris yeah. Pratt, um, you know, was pretty while, much nobody. He was I, the guy from Parks yeah, and Rec. While, while we loved him on Parks and Rec because he made us laugh a lot. When he did Guardians of the Galaxy in 2014, yeah. he had only had bit parts in movies where he was usually somebody's best friend who was being a jerk and like banging his girlfriend mm-hmm. or something like that, yeah. or it was just a small, uh, small reoccurring thing. And basically, through this material and, and this character, he has transformed him into a superstar. Yeah, um, I think a slight offshoot of that too, how, or I guess a, an almost reversal, if you will. Um, how great is it for James Gunn to take these guys he's been working with his whole life, his brother, Michael yeah. Rooker, and how many others has he brought along that That's we don't right. even know about, and made them international superstars? Absolutely. And if you're and if you're wondering, uh, the character Craglin. Uh, mm-hmm. is Sean Gunn, which Captain's is, his, teach stuff. yeah, is his brother, and he's the, the right hand man of Yandu, or yeah. as Stallone calls him, Yandu. <laughs> My lady friend leaned over and she's like, I love him. He's in, uh, Gilmore Girls. Sean like, Gunn? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's James Gunn's brother. She was like, oh. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, he's got a little, 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 uh, Gilmore Girls fame there. How about that? He does. Uh, that's something else for the ladies. I've not seen a, a stitch of the Gilmore Girls, <laughs> but I know, uh, some, uh, people like him, and one of them's named Lorelei, which is a strange name, but, uh. Is it? Yeah. I think it's an old school name. Like, uh, Ethel? A bit older, maybe, but or, yeah. Or Nora? My, my grandma was Ethel. My grandma was a Nora. I'm sorry. My grandma was Elsie. I'm totally... Oh, okay. Well, my grandma still was a Nora, but mm-hmm. it's, it's an older name, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, it's not like a Beatrice I think it's something. also a, a pseudo-hippie name. Oh, yeah. So, like, people who uh, were flower children named their kids Lorelai and crap like that. M- Moon Unit and Dweezel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, um, Moxie crime fighter. That's right. Uh, that's the new wave of weirdness. But, uh, 
If you just want to know about kids these days, look at Gwyneth Paltrow and her firstborn. Man, that's such a stupid name. I'll never get over it. Anyways, uh, this movie, though, I can't wait to see it again. It's one of the best I've seen all year. By the end of the year, I will be saying the same damn thing. I know that there, if there's any that's going to beat it, it's going to be one or two, and I don't know if they're going to pull it off or not. This was really, really entertaining for me. It was my most looked forward to movie of the year, even more so than episode eight, which some people are like, what, 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 what? But I mean, yeah, sorry. I love the <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy uh, for different reasons than I love Star Wars. I just knew that for very different styles of entertainment, I I really enjoy the way that Guardians presents it to me. Now, I know when I go into Star Wars, it's not going to be a fun tone set uh, with that. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's not going to be any... be an empire. Yeah, there's not going to be any giant, rousing opening scenes with uh, happiness and destruction all at the same time. It's going to be basically... Uh, we're going to get a little serious on you, and we're going to do it right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know... Uh, welcome to Jedi's. Ain't gonna be no more. This needs to be the last Jedi, because <laughs> fuck them all. Right? I don't think they actually say that, but they do say this is gonna actually, be the last Jedi. I actually think Luke Skywalker kinda does. Yeah, it's under, it's under the tone. He's like, it'll be the last Jedi. Fucking Jedi. I've had enough of this shit. I only know the one truth. It's time for the Jedi to end. Yeah, that's what he says, too. Uh, but it was neat seeing it in the trailer in the IMAX, though. It was neat. Yeah. 3D and all Yeah, I did. I like that. And this was kind of funny, too. It has nothing really to do with anything. But, like, there, there was at least three of us that were, like, the first trailer came on. We were like, what's this? Oh, this looks like a neat little oh, fabled story. And then the friggin' Optimus Prime comes on, and, like, six or seven people just start laughing. <laughs> They're like, ow. That just means half the theater just tuned out just <laughs> yeah. on the basic premise of what your movie is alone. Yeah, we'll still probably be full uh, opening weekend in the old IMAX. Is it the 4th of July? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I think it's June. Mm. So, I think it's I don't know. June 28th sounds right. But uh, but no. Um, so this is what we'll do here. Uh, we'll ask J-Rod for his numbers, and uh, we'll go ahead and end the show. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about it next week after everybody has a little bit of a chance to, uh, you know, uh, see it and and know what's what uh and of course we keep things uh, spoiler free here so it's hard to go into details on some of the things that we loved about it so much well, i was just, um, just gonna talk about how much i loved how they all died in the end yeah that's right uh can i say this uh, June, uh sorry transformers the last night june 23rd oh i was close i was close uh i just uh i see now i lost my train of thought i was gonna oh, say what was i gonna say you were gonna talk to me about no Numbers, and then I distracted you. Yeah, no, I had something to say before that. It wasn't that important, though. So, uh, okay. what do you got numbers wise on your side? Uh, I'm pretty much in line with you. I fucking loved this movie yeah. from beginning to end. Oh yeah. Um, I didn't actually have as much problems as you did, which is rare. It is rare. Um, and I think, uh, I think if I had to pick one thing that was weak, I don't, th- I don't think the relationship between Kurt Russell and um, Star Lord was kind of flushed out enough because there were there was too much going on yeah uh it kind of happened a little fast but a product of its circumstance perhaps yeah but it's also a comic book movie so what are you gonna do yeah uh with the character they gave it uh, a pretty great likeness to what you'll see in the comic books too there was a couple of shots where i was like wow that is panel for panel 
uh, right out of the comics. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, um, yeah, not, uh, not much of a bad thing at all to say about this movie. It's one you need to get out and you need to see, and I think everybody's going to anyways. Um, it's by far the second biggest release of this year. I'll give Star Wars its due there because mm-hmm. there will, it will pull more. But for a Marvel movie, I haven't seen a Marvel movie crowd of this size since Man, I have to. I'd have to come back because this was a bigger crowd than Avengers: Age of Ultron, and I thought that was going to be crazy, uh, crazy, crazy. And it was pretty busy, but it wasn't well, like tonight. Avengers: Age of Ultron. There was a line around the corner there, because um, that that was the nachos were excellent. Uh, it was. Show. There was also a line around the corner for this too. That's though. true. Yeah. Both times, there was not when we got out of Avengers: Age of Ultron. Mm-hmm. There was for this. Yeah. So, uh, and then this is the first time at all this year that we've went to a popular uh, midnight or not. I, don't, I still call them midnight releases, but uh, early, the soft the, open. The, the soft open, um, and uh, I thought Logan for sure uh, would have a huge line of people afterwards. It's like two people. I think a lot of people waited to uh, see that one later. Yeah, um, in particular because they weren't sure what to get like oh it's dark yeah Uh, can i bring my kids oh shit no hell no i (laughs) cannot bring the kids uh, to that one so i best not do that but yeah uh this one you can uh this is very kid friendly uh oh yeah there's uh, light language and and some a little uh, some emotionality Mm -hmm. in, in the film um and not just one part but throughout uh it touches on uh, themes that uh, can be emotional for adults, uh, and I imagine somewhat for kids, but in a different way. Who have father issues? You know what I mean. Yeah. Um, Everybody so. in that movie has daddy issues, though. Yeah, I mean Gamora, Nebula. Yeah, I mean Rocket doesn't have a dad. Drax doesn't but, uh, really have a Drax. Doesn't yeah. really have any either. But. No, but uh, yeah, no, it's a it's a theme. Yeah, you know. Uh, so yeah, this is a no brainer though. This is a get out there and check it out. Uh, we'd like to go ahead and say this uh, without a doubt. Thank you very much to all the people out of the AMC who uh, treat us super nice out there and are super welcoming every time we come out, and uh, they always uh, they always treat us real well. So if you get a chance to go and see a movie, uh, we're not talking about the AMC in Pekin anymore, which isn't an AMC. The only AMC in town now is uh, the one out at former, formerly uh, Carmike. It's in the Grand Prairie. Uh, it's now full-on AMC. Changes are noticeable right now, yeah. uh, especially even before the IMAX. I had never seen any of that stuff before the IMAX. Yeah, there's a lot of AMC-specific stuff. Yeah, and uh, so yeah, um, if, you want to, if you want the absolute best movie experience that you can get in town right now, uh, it's at the the only true IMAX uh, in the city. You can go down on the riverfront where we're at, and they'll say they have a large screen. It's a it's a Super large screen. yeah it's a large formatted screen, which yeah. is not IMAX. Don't get it twisted. It's a basic projection 3D camera that takes it and projects it on a giant white wall. Mm-hmm. This uh, is not an IMAX. Has two specific projectors, one for each eye for perfect 3D overlay, and they take two high def sources. And combine them, and you get an unparalleled picture cl- uh, clarity, uh, sound. And for 3D, it it's next level good on the 3D. Um, really, really is. Yeah. Uh, and this movie is no doubt. So if you want to get a couple t- times, I had issues, but I'm not sure if it's because I got hit in the head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you might have had to adjust the glasses a little bit. Is I think it was the eye spot, actually? But- like. 
Yeah. Sometimes, like, like a door would be opening and the stuff in the background. I'd be like, oh, okay, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, I didn't have those problems. So. Uh, but no, um, yeah, this is, uh, this is the easiest recommendation I could make, and it's gonna be one of the best recommendations I'll make all year. This is one I can't wait to own. Shit, I can't wait to just see it again. Uh, it's one that, uh, if it were, uh, perhaps summer nights, I would have wanted to just flip the old carousel and just go right back in for another spin. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause it is that damn good, um, that you can immediately do that and not have a single problem with it whatsoever it just it's like it felt to me like especially with the new intro stuff it felt like you were getting ready for a ride at like an amusement park Mm -hmm. and then it kind of delivered on such because you really got out of this world visuals and a great fucking story but it was like a two hour and 15 minute long ride yeah i really appreciate about the amc changeover to kind of change topics is um Fewer commercials, more trailers. Yeah, fewer commercials, more trailers, and more streamlined, even when they do get commercially. Yeah. They don't say, hey, make sure you grab your Coke and popcorn. They say, as your mind is traveling through the (laughs) ethers of the Internet, perhaps you want a beverage. We can facilitate that for you. But you don't have to. (laughs) End of the commercial. Yeah, uh, and that's that. And you go, oh, okay, I can handle that. No goofy kids flipping popcorn up in their mouths, teasing their friend that yeah, he's trying to do a favor for. Like, what the hell, you yeah. know? Like, it's like, you are doing us a favor, but we're going to treat you like an asshole. I don't understand why it's so stressful to save seats. Yeah, I don't either. It, it wasn't. Like, uh, no, my friends have tickets. They're yeah, here. They're here. They're in the building. They're going to get their popcorn. These seats are taken. Yeah. Apologies. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, and that's that. But now we hopefully never have to see that commercial again, as long as we live. Fingers crossed. And we were having a conversation today, too. We were just happy when they got the one from the two years of, like, the mother and uh, oh, husband yeah. uh, talking about uh, the first date. Yeah. But we weren't actually clear if it was the kid or if it was them, which we've argued and talked about on this very podcast at least six times, uh, was that commercial. Mm-hmm. And uh, we all think we had our own idea of had it figured out. But uh, Well, the one I got confused earlier because there was one before that that was the movie move where the kid would like try and stretch out his arms and then pull it back. Yeah, yeah. And then she took his arm and put it around her. Yeah, that one was a little different. Uh, but yeah, but still it went similar, on for too long. But it did. It went on for a long time. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, AMC's doing a good job with their takeover there. Uh, they treated us real nice. They they had the, the facilities were nice. I think that the... Uh, the, right now, it's it's undergoing some some changes that are not uh, quite as visible to the average uh, moviegoer, but uh, it's all for the better. And you can see it already uh, with their projections and their screens and mm-hmm. how they streamline their movie focus about movies. Yeah. It's not, uh, hey, cool, we're going to sit the four commercials and six trailers and we're good. It's let's just give them the trailers, suggest through. Uh, our opening that they might want something to drink and then we'll just go and do our thing. You know? Yeah, I think it's good, but also by the time you're sitting there and the movie's about to start, you're like, oh, I forgot to get the soda Yeah, I, and the popcorn. Yeah. I gotta go back and get yeah. the... Hold on, everybody. <laughs> uh, hit pause if we could, would you? So I can go get that Coke there and popcorn, but... Uh, like, I think at that point, I'd be like, ah, shit, I forgot the popcorn this time. Yeah, I, I probably wouldn't, because you know me and my corn. I, I Yeah, but you would also not forget. No, I would not. <laughs> no, it is a very uh, integral part of movie enjoyment, so... Uh, we're gonna go ahead and end it there. Guardians of the galaxy 2 you cannot get a better movie right now uh that's out in theaters um you just can't i don't care who you are 
Uh, if you go to this movie and you're like, well, that was fucking stupid, I have to call into question what is wrong with you. Um, you're probably not a human. That or you're just a, a surly McSorlison, yeah. and maybe life is just... one of just, those sovereigns, so that's what you are. Yeah, something. Hoity yeah, toity bitch. Yeah, uh, yes, as uh, they may or may not be referred to as douchebags. <laughs> so uh, don't look at me, cat. I wasn't talking to you. I was using my wrong eye again. The cat, the cat came in here as soon as I said douchebags and shot me a look like, how dare you? And I wasn't talking about the cat that time. That's good. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, so get out to the theaters to support Marvel Comics. They knocked this one out of the park, and they are about to reap the benefits. Uh, and Marvel and basically the whole world is going to be loving them some James Gunn by weekend's end. Now, if we got those type of crowds on a Thursday night, um, you probably heard the guy say it earlier uh, on the on the cast. And if you didn't, uh, imagine what Saturday is going to look like out there. Yeah. Um, with all of the theaters up showing the thing, there's going to, I mean, that, that was just the IMAX really tonight. They had one way off down in the back. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was, uh, the VIP, uh, showing, which if I was doing the VIP showing, I would have thought it would have been in the IMAX, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, I just, uh, yeah, but there comes, there comes with it questions like, you know, price you can't, too. well, price and you can't, you know, they wouldn't be able to keep their seats yeah, because they would have to sell. So they would know, mm-hmm. you know, unless they counted a ticket sold as a ticket sold. and then But they would still have to come out and just, it would just cause problems. So. Well, and then if you're doing that, do you is the first Guardians 2 showing, if like the double feature sells out, is the first Guardian showing in the IMAX not open to the public? Yeah, that's the question. Yeah. So, so there's only really one showing at yeah, 10 o'clock? Yeah. So I guess that really, it does make sense how they did it. Let's just say for me, though, I wouldn't want to go that route because I, I would want to see the IMAX 3D. Yeah, just especially because, the first. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just the IMAX in 3D is just so much better than any other theater or screen in town right now. So get out there, see the IMAX, support your local theaters. Uh, AMC is uh, doing it up just right. I thought we'd see Chad out there tonight, but uh, no Chad this evening. Yeah. So fair. if you're listening, Chad, we missed you out at the old AMC tonight. Everybody uh, deserves a night off. That's true. Yeah, but even if I had the night off, I'd be going to see <laughs> Guardians, That's true, you know? dude. Uh, but I'll he might see him. In yeah, movies. but he might have gotten to to like screen it, like check the prints, you know, the night before. Like, because I, yeah. I have a friend that's a um, manager of a movie house up in Champaign, and sometimes he'll get he'll get to check the prints the night before. So he'll ask, "Hey, if anybody, if any employees, mm-hmm. uh, none of your friends, but em- <laughs> any employees want to come in and watch it while I check the prints, it's usually them in a couple of suits in the upper uppity ups, making sure that everything's going to work." Mm-hmm. Uh, and maybe he got a screening in that way. I don't know. Maybe he's planning on going this weekend. Either way, Chad, we were thinking about you tonight night and uh we'll see you next time out there and just like all of you uh this this review is going to be on our standard uh, uh, uh friday uh release for these live shows um it's going to be uh, tbd whether we're going to come back sunday or not i don't think so at this point because hanger well it's just i mean nothing else is going to happen we've seen guardians, the movie yeah. nothing else comes out except for guardians that's really worth seeing yeah. we've got your guardians review covered so we'll probably be back at it uh probably 
with the next week's uh, releases uh, back at our normal Monday release, but this one will get you through. And we, this is not new. We've done this the past, I believe, three times now that we've done the live shows because uh, from our point, we do it on a Thursday night. We meet on Sunday. There's not a lot of news that goes on in two days. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it can make for a strange, shortened type of a show. So that being said, get out, see the Guardians. You're going to love it. If you don't love it, I'm curious to know why. So email us at, uh, uh, well, yeah, but you, you talk to me. Uh, you email us at uh, uh Send me an email. Tell me what you didn't like, and I'll be more than happy to discuss it uh, on the air uh, just because I want to know um, if there's people out there that don't like this movie. I want to know why, and I want to know what uh, did it just because I, I, hard as I tried, I could only find a very small thing to even... Even saying it sounds like I'm being uh, nitpicky about it even. But it does hold a little bit of water. So, um, not actual water, the, the, the theory of, of what I said. So, the, that being said, we're going to go ahead and sign it off here. What a great time at the movies. Thank you so much to the AMC. AMC. Thank you so much to the AMC. Thank you so much to the AMC for having us out there. Uh, it was a great time. Thank you to Martin, who always treats us great out there. Um, it was good to chat with you. Uh, we hope that you're listening this evening. We are really, truthfully, really kind of bummed we didn't get to talk to anybody because I'm sure a lot of people would have had good things to say. Yeah. I don't know if they would have been able to, to contain the spoilers. Yeah, that would have been hard. Because there is a lot of things going on in there uh, that Throughout, I think that, yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, it never stops. So you keep finding shit out throughout the whole movie. So um, I just think that uh, I would like to have got some reactions, but we tried, and it just wasn't in the cards this time. There was a very serious tone in the theater tonight for such a funny movie, and it was, I want to get in there, and I want to get my seat, and don't you talk to me until I'm there. <laughs> you know, uh, mm-hmm. is kind of the, the feeling that I got from it. And uh, that is, so that's what they did. They did not, uh, they did not lighten up until uh, their seats were secured. Um, which, you know, I, but I haven't seen an environment like that since the first Avengers really, uh, it, it, it really was, um, it, it filled up so fast too. Um, yeah, there was a long line and it filled up quickly, but people love them guardians. So they want to get their laughs on that being said, we are going to get up out of here. We will talk to you about a week from now. Uh, when we see, we, we don't even know what the movies are, but I know there's some stuff coming out. Uh, of course that we are going to be talking about. So, uh, not this weekend, this weekend is all about the guardians, but next weekend we're going to have a nice fresh new review for you. And if you're one of the new faces that, uh, either picked up a card out at the theater tonight, or you just saw us out there and you wanted to see what was going on uh welcome uh, this is not like our standard show if you want to check that out it's online now um and uh if you want to check out our previous live ones they pretty much have the same format here only we just weren't able to get to people in time and i had stuff to give to them too so i guess we'll have to give that away good next stuff. time you know i'll have the i'll have good stuff next time too so in case i don't see you though see that guardians for god's sake it's so good yeah, it definitely is, and I, I just looked it up. Uh, next week we have that King Arthur movie. Ah, yes. I fear it will not be good. <laughs> fear. Oh, yes. Fear away, sir. That's Snatched, right. which I think is the... Um, Amy Schumer. Yeah. And uh, Goldie Hawn. Yes, that's the one. Yeah, yeah, first time doing a movie in quite some time. Yeah, and The Wall, that one you were talking about. Yeah, John about Cena. Not too, not too long ago. Getting a little serious on you. So yeah. we'll have one for one of those. I think Anna wants to see the Snatched. I'm not really all too particularly high up on that, but... We'll have a review for one of those three. And in case I don't see you, good morning, good afternoon. Baby Groot's awesome.
skills, but he's good with motors. That weird thing by his side, an infantilized sequoia. The two of them walk by, people say, oh boy. They ask me why I'm bringing a baby into battle. That's really irresponsible and getting them rattled. I said, give me a break. Get off of my back, damn it. I didn't learn parenting. My daddy was a planet. Remember, we are...